Everybody, this is C-Dub for another little short talk. I have a little question for you. How you getting your Wofoyo on? Now, for those of you that don't know, or if you're new to the podcast, Wofoyo means get in the word for yourself. So, how are you getting in the word? How are you reading the Bible? You know, there you can just sit down and read the Bible. And guess what? You're going to be blessed if you do. Uh, some people, and I, I've done this several times, Bones has done this several times, just sat down and read it all the way through. And as long as that's not a point of pride, because we've had people do that, you know what? You're going to be blessed. Tell you a couple other things you can do that both Bones and I have done is reading to study. This means you're digging a little bit deeper. You're getting some other resources. There are plenty of online resources. However, Bones and I are a little bit old-fashioned. And we like to get a physical Bible. King James is excellent for study because you can go word for word. I believe the NASB, you actually can too. But if you're more familiar with the King James, I would highly recommend that you own a physical copy of the King James. And I would also recommend that you get a Strong's Concordance. And that keys up the numbers in both the Hebrew and the Greek. And you can look back and reference them. Another useful tool is a Vines Expository Dictionary of Old and New Testament words. These will get into a little bit fuller meaning, and they're also keyed up with the Strong's numbers that are assigned to the words. Now, here's the thing. Studying the Word is awesome. However, do it prayerfully, because one of the things that Bones and I have done is there are times where we got to studying so hard, we might not have been listening to what the Holy Spirit was saying. And we couldn't see the forest for the trees. However, that being said, when you study the word and get into it, it's like planting a seed. So even if you don't see immediate results, we've even mentioned it in the last couple podcasts that there's times that stuff just comes out and you're like, where in the world did that come from? And lo and behold, it was that study time, especially if you're doing it in prayer. And that seed is coming into maturity. So you'll be blessed if you study. A couple other things that help give context to some of the things that you will read, especially when you get into some of the New Testament narrative and the Gospels. There's some references there that people of the day would get, but because you're talking 2,000 years ago, yeah, a lot of people won't. If you want to really get into some good context right now i'm listening to antiquities of the jews by flavius josephus it's not divinely inspired however it does give you some historical context there are some other books that are actually referenced in the bible that people will say well it's not divinely inspired well i would say that it would still benefit you to read and don't take my opinion on whether it's divinely inspired or not. Just make up your own mind. 
the book of Enoch would be great. Uh, I would also go in and read the apocryphal books that were part of the standard canon up until the 1870s that were taken out. Uh, there are some messages there that you might find pretty pertinent. And again, you might not. But rather than let people tell you what you should read and what you can't read, especially if we're doing that, pray about it. And if the Holy Spirit tells you to get into it, get into it. Uh, I love the book of Maccabees, first, second, third. It's a historical count. There are some things that are mirrored in Flavius Josephus. And there's a couple things where there's a little bit of divergence. All in all, what I'm saying is that some of these books can kind of give you a fuller picture to complement what the Bible is saying. Now, again, the Bible is the Word of God, but we have the Holy Spirit to help us hear what the Word is saying. He's the one that authored it. A couple other things that I want to talk about. There, I, th- I would say there's different levels of getting into your Word. And as you do that, we already mentioned that you can just read it. And guess what? You're going to be blessed. As long as you are led by the Holy Spirit, you're going to be blessed. But a couple other things that you might begin to see as you read is you might begin to see patterns. You might see certain themes that are kind of interwoven throughout the Bible in Old Testament and New Testament. I heard Jordan Peterson, a clinical psychologist, remark that the Bible was the first hyperlinked book. And that's correct because there are messages woven throughout the New and Old Testament and you can just cross-reference them. It's a beautiful thing. It shows you that even though this thing has been written over a thousand years, multiple thousands of years actually, there is the same divine inspiration that is causing this. Give you a little example. Uh, there is a YouTube video that we made. It might have been our first one that we made, where it was a little teaching series. It was called Pop Open to 40. And it was about all the times that the number 40 appeared in the Bible. And you'll see certain numerical sequences. We just mentioned on our last podcast about the pattern of 70 and 2 or 72, and how it just occurs multiple times. Within the Bible. Now, a lot of times, what that means is that God has a divine order, and in that order, He's also relaying a message. Now, we'll give you a warning on these that if you're getting into the numbers and things, there's a message there, but it can be a deep dive. You can go pretty far down the rabbit hole. So, I would highly recommend that you're doing so in a prayerful attitude and Try not to go too quick, but take your time and then let the Holy Spirit let you digest things. What is the Holy Spirit saying? You know, when you're reading the word, am I chewing it up, spitting it out, or am I actually digesting what I'm reading? And I'll tell you one thing that has really, really happened in the last two years with me personally, and I've kind of heard Bone say this in some of our conversations, especially the ones that are not part of the podcast when we're not recording, is how does this apply to me? This is one other level of how to 
read the word, how to get in the word for yourself. We talked about burial and resurrection in our last episode. And in part two of this episode that's coming up, we're going to get into how does this apply to me? So that's one of the questions you could be asking and praying about. And believe it or not, the Holy Spirit is going to start to show you how maybe some of these patterns, how how the story can seem like it's really, really, really familiar. And guess what? God is not a respecter of persons. So if some of these biblical characters are undergoing a certain trial, or maybe God is bringing them to a certain place, and there might be some lessons to be learned in there, then you might want to pay attention because he might be trying to do the same thing in you. And again, pray about it. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. That is going to be the key in all of your study, in all of your reading, is praying, listening, and expecting an answer, and letting patience work its perfect reward. So these are just a couple of the ways that the Holy Spirit will lead you, and Bones and I will attest, because this has been happening a lot on our podcast as of late that a lot of times as we're mentioning things that we've both read, that the Holy Spirit begins to stir things up in you and give you revelation that you didn't even have before that conversation started. Find people that will be like iron sharpening iron that are going to help build you up in your faith. And by all means, keep an ear out to what the Holy Spirit is saying. So again, this is C-Dub for Bones and myself. We wanted to remind you that if you're going to grow, you got to wo yo get in the Word for yourself. 